Hey guys, it's Nick here, your DM for Campaign 2 of Character Arcana. I just wanted to take a moment to tell you guys about our new Patreon account. Um, if you love what we're doing and you'd love to help support us, get some bonus episodes and some behind-the-scenes content, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash character arc. That's patreon.com slash character A-R-K. Thank you guys, and we can't wait to see you there. Welcome to the podcast, man. What are we talking about, man? <laughs> what are we man? talking about, man? What's going on, man? It's aliens. <laughs> I'm Richard. <laughs> is this how we're opening? That's how we're opening, man. That's how we're opening. <laughs> it is uh, absolutely absurd. I am Nick Slake. <laughs> Not until I, long. I am back for another episode. <laughs> Welcome back, Nick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You know, it's really funny that the very first thing you bring up is his character, because when we started doing this, you know, obviously because they cross over with Alien and Alien versus Predator. Yeah, I start. I went back and I watched the Predator movies. I don't know if you guys were planning on doing those at some point, but it'll be on the list. He sure. plays a semi main character in Predator Two. Who also behaves almost the exact same way, the same way, and, man, and dies very it, towards <laughs> the very end. Like <laughs> it's literally like they said the same thing. They were like, "Oh, you were in Aliens too. Be in Predator too, and do the same, dude." <laughs> it's amazing that he ever got other work, <laughs> right? Um, but also, welcome to part two of this franchise, Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell me one thing, Burke. You're going out there to destroy them, right? Not to study, not to bring back, but to wipe them out. That's the plan. I I did like this one better than the first one, to be honest with did you. Did you? I was going to know. I still struggle a little bit overall with the... The action? With the pacing a little bit of the, the beginning. Like... Uh, yeah. This movie does get to aliens it, a lot faster. It gets a, a lot, lot yeah. It, it, does it does not get take there. 40 minutes. Yeah. It is, however, a much longer film in general. Yeah. Is it? Isn't it two hours and like 45 minutes or something? It's two hours and 20 minutes. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, it felt like three that. hours. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't have that problem too. I I didn't have that problem. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't feel it. Maybe it's because I wasn't like feeling that great while I was watching it. So maybe that'll do why. it too. Yeah, for sure. I still like this movie a lot. I don't. I think it holds up less well than the original does. Though. Oh yeah, like the original is what it's supposed to be, and by being a horror film and supposed to be slow, it kind of being that works. This movie trying to be a modern, it doesn't fit in in the scope of a modern action film. This was, film is action is adventure sh- horror, shockingly dull for an action movie of the modern age. Oh, absolutely. At the time, I'm sure very exciting and very exciting in my memory as a kid, but watching it right now. Those even the action sequences, yeah, are pretty dull. <laughs> like they're like by compared to you know what we watch these days. Yeah, like her, like we, you know, we, we were... just got done watching the final fight, which is <laughs> they're just like chat, like they're just, their hands shadow are just boxing, moving, like, yeah. shadow boxing each other. Like their hands are just like I'm over here, I'm over here, waving, <laughs> and like nothing's really happening. It's almost like the alien was like, okay, it takes you this long to swing this way, it takes you this long to swing this way, tail. Like, <laughs> and then like Ted the and I were scene. joking about the car scene where it's like the music is really intense where Ripley takes control of the car to save the Marines and it's just like 
it's just driving very calmly down a narrow hallway. Like that's all that's happening. But inside but, the car, it's just the everyone's like, like oh shaking around the fourth. Like, <laughs> and like, so I mean, if I take it as okay, this was 1986. Take it as that. I still like the movie. I, there's a lot of ways that the structure of the film is kind of tighter than the original. Yeah. Um, but I like the graphics are better. Yeah, I mean, the, obviously, the aliens a, look better. The aliens um, look better. Even the sets look better, and the costumes look a little bit better. I, I think. I think the aliens look better. I don't know that I, don't I know noticed a big difference about the set. The, I for I me, it was the, the ships, like the ships and the trucks. Like you could almost still get that Star Wars vibe where they were like models, um, but it, it wasn't quite as I thought CGI the as for, I thought the fact that we saw the ships flying around more was bad because I thought they looked bad. <laughs> I, I like just, little figurines. <laughs> they look like toys. But I what's mean, also weird is there's, it's hard. I mean, obviously, a I lot like of Star inspiration. Trek, though, so. <laughs> so. A lot of the inspiration for the you know Halo. That's all. Like that's all that came to mind. Like the I've designs seen, of yeah, everything. The, yeah. the design of the ship. Yet again, all I could think it was the Pelican. Yet again, Aliens movie, uh, perhaps being very influential on video games. The gun yeah, and the right. ships did look like Halo. Those designs. guns were good. Or rather, Halo designs looked like these. So yeah, the props and the set design. Oh yeah, I agree with Nick. I think it looks really good, apart from some of the shots where it was the larger set or you know using miniatures. Some of it didn't translate so well. You could see it just like at one point, like one of the ships, it looked like someone was just kind of holding it in front of the camera. <laughs> we didn't mention that. Um, yeah, I thought the fact that they made a big this movie was a bigger scale hurts it in that it it exposes those special effects where the first movie is so calm and quiet. It's less noticeable that it's an old film, mm-hmm. but also, to be fair, because it's trying to show you less. Right. So it's easier to hide. So, I mean, I don't hold that against the movie too much. I just, it it, it has not aged super well to me. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the prep design, uh, the prop designs um, were great. Apart from, I will say, as Marines, they were fucking god awful. They're That's Marines. not so much the design Why? of the props as it is the but fact like, that these this grew of chuckle fucks. Have no business running Not any military okay. operation well, whatsoever. Why are they the U.S. Why are they the U.S. military also? Uh, like uh, this movie is set how far into the future? I assume, like why? I assume we, it's an American colony. I don't know. Like, yeah. Uh, all right. But like, like, like we can't move past that. Is if we're going. To the, well, I mean, some uh, of the gun designs know. was I was trying to get to. Like, why would you carry something that just like, you know, what I'm talking about the giant turret like gun that yeah. they carried. Just seemed very impractical when you're going. Well, they, wasn't it the woman carrying it? Weren't they, it, it was, was trying to insinuate that she was the badass because she's got the biggest gun. That and the like, one dude, the one dude from. But the Shawshank. yeah, but the just the the design itself. So why would you? That only hurts your ability to move through this tight space you're going into. It just it makes no. Yeah, sense. if you're well, in, like I think a the battlefield. idea was that they were just going to blow whatever it was the fuck up. So they were just like big gun. You know, that, that is how they act up until they get into that scene. But then also, it's like once they get into that scene, it goes exactly the way that you'd expect it to go. This goes to my, they're chuckle fucks. And right. that they are, they clearly have no idea what they're doing. Like, no. you're going into in a base that you're not getting a response to. Of course, you're going to be in corridors and trying to search for something. Like, I get what you're saying. Yes, they probably did go in with the mindset, we're going to go in and blast the place. But they should have known that that's not what they were going to do. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. It is one of those weird things where it's like it's also just kind of a play on that that guy's whole character is just a play on like anti-American. What the, what people think is like your your typical foreign view of an American. Wait, what are we talking about? The main the guy we were making fun of. <laughs> oh, Bill Paxton. Yeah, um, Hudson. 
His character. No, I'm sorry. We made a jump from the guns, though. I was just... But yes. Yeah. They, but it wasn't just the, the Marines in general, yes. Yeah. But, no, I I mean... He, he is so obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> there was that one point where Michael Bean... Uh, uh, what is it? Hicks just told him, "Shut up, shut the fuck up." <laughs> just so much energy wasted on this guy. See, do you think he was that? Do you think he was supposed to be showcasing some kind of like American stereotype, or do you think he was supposed to be like a Lambert parallel? Remember, Lambert was the one who was freaking out the whole first movie. Do you think they just would like this is the dude version of that? I mean, now that you, I that never crossed my mind until you said it. I just got the idea. This guy is just your typical American. Use your noggin, man. <laughs> like he's a womanizer. He thinks that he's just the badass out of hell. He thinks this is gonna Does be he? a piece of cake, you know. But see, like, I, I think he's just a coward the whole time. Well, from, I guess from almost the first, like other than when he wakes up, the, the very first scene we see him, other than that waking up, is at the breakfast table, and the first thing that happens is the knife trick around his fingers, and he's like crying yeah. <laughs> because it's happening to him. But he was acting so tough up until that point. Like I, yeah, I guess yeah, he maybe he, I, I guess maybe it's a little bit of both. I really see where you're coming from now that we're kind of talking it out. He well, is that character. It's a. Uh, it's, it's very overcompensating. Is what he was doing. Sure. You know, I, uh, like he did the knife thing. He had. He asked. Uh, what was it? Um, the android. What was his name again? Bishop. 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 Yeah. Right. 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 Um, he asked Bishop to do the knife thing. He was just trying to give off this big dick energy, but he really <laughs> didn't. What he asked uh, was it Vasque- Vasquez? Has anybody ever mistaken you as a man? And then he had no comeback after when she retorted. Has anyone? Like, you for one, <laughs> which also, sh- but I mean, like, she is also this weird, like, but I mean, okay, well, well, actually, let's before going, I mean, she is also this weird, like, she doesn't speak as much, but she, she doesn't has, speak like at all. She also has very obnoxious energy, though. She doesn't really listen to what anyone tells her to do, which again goes to the marine thing, which is like we see these marines being briefed at the very beginning, and they're, and they're all just like hanging ragtag. around, like yeah. barely standing up straight. That's not how marines operate. Yeah, and also. Just from the get-go, they seem to be bad at everything they do. Everything. When they're told not to shoot by their commanding officer, two of them, and they take all the clips away from them, two of them just put clips in anyway and shoot. It's like, I understand their mindset, but if these are supposed to be the elite of the elite Marines, they would follow fucking orders. The chain of command, exactly. <laughs> Plus the chain of command, they are, I would imagine they would at least give enough reason to say, hey, this is why we're not doing it. Just right. listen to me. He also could have yeah. spent the 30 seconds necessary to tell them, you know, the there's, like, there's essentially involved. a nuclear reactor there. You're yes, going to kill right. us all if you shoot. Well, it didn't matter anyway because they shot They did shoot. so many fucking bullets and nothing they, ever happened. So <laughs> they did. It was a completely wasted warning. I mean, story <laughs> plot wise, that would have been good like if they had punctured something. And then that also kind of sets off a time thing. But I mean, that's also a little bit too, too much of a stretch. I mean, they did do that. I mean, that is kind of what happened, right? The ship crashes into it and starts a timer. The ship does, yeah. But if the guys who had the ammo ended up doing something, some sort of damage, that would have been something else. It would have been a repercussion for an action that they told us could happen. Right. And I think that would have been good. Instead of just a wasted thing that, that literally accomplished nothing except wasted 30 seconds to a minute of the movie. Yeah. And also, to be clear, I think making fun of the Marines is super funny because it is it is so ridiculous. This crew of people being portrayed as, like, elite when they are clearly... They are clearly homeless people that were brought up Mer- on the street. Yeah, they're mercenaries. <laughs> but 
Yeah, very much. So. I think yeah, if they were, I do think that if you if you actually played the movie super straight laced and they were just all fucking dead faced Tom Cruises, like it would be a less interesting movie. I mean, would it? I'm, I, <laughs> would it? Again, it's it. This, if they this were kind of trying to tactically go at these aliens and they were still getting they still like fucking fucked. slaughtered. See that that was my point about horror movies where they don't have they don't dumb down the characters. Well, sure, but they heighten up the intensity and the difficulty. Nobody likes. Okay, you know what? No, everyone shits all over the new Alien movies, which are very serious. I mean, I mean that's true. <laughs> yeah, touche. <laughs> I like those movies, but everyone else seems not to. I mean, I, I was just I kind of thinking of like Doom. Like one of the parts that makes Doom really fun is because they're an elite team of like operatives that go into this place to try to kill these things. But you're you're but Doom itself is a sillier movie in general. So them being serious in it changes the tone in a. This would, if you made them serious, this movie would be nothing but serious. That's true. So I'm saying for this movie, it would be a very dry movie. I think... Not I, that they're really comedy. They're just so outlandish that it's I think it, more it could still be. I, guess. I think it could still be changed. You could still have those character archetypes with each soldier. But I think having this idea that they were all uniform and they are elite, giving us the impression... You know, just like little details, like when they're I'm, I'm getting not, brief, they're actually standing. Okay, I guess know? I guess what, you know I'm what I'm saying. I'm not saying like you couldn't do it and it would be good. I guess I'm more right. just saying that like I'm fine with the fact that they're ridiculous. In the well, movie is more yeah, I mean, I'm 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 more just pointing out the fact that I'm more joking when making fun of them. Oh than no, I'm no, like that's serious that's about it making the movie bad. And I mean, another thing to kind of point out though too is they killed more of those things with four automatic guns just sitting in two hallways. Than any of the Marines did as, as a group, as a tactical team. Well, because they, well, yeah, because they were bad, because they all like, clustered together and weren't yeah, following I orders. Even and, that. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, why are they all so standing so close to each other? <laughs> Fucking friendly fire would have happened. Exactly. And I'm pretty it sure did. at one point, yeah. Uh, Frost got burned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! <laughs> but, but, <laughs> someone screams frost as his body burns down a hole. <laughs> frost! <laughs> I feel like this movie also started irregularities with certain things that they had established in the first movie. Yes. I think that the alien lore itself, when you go through the first four movies, gets worse and worse. As, and not worse in the like. It's inherently bad, but I mean, like, less consistent with itself. Yeah. Like I think partially because you have four different directors just working, and they're not very close together either. They're all, like, seven years apart. So it's, like, there doesn't seem to be much reverence for establishing the universe. Again, until I think Ridley Scott picks it back up again, you know, to mixed results. I mean, I do like those movies, but there is a reason why they're not super popular. No, I think, yeah. okay, I don't mean to, like, really shit on it. On Prometheus, that's the only one I've seen. Um, which Co- I think Covenant is better than Prometheus, in my is opinion. It, but I, I mean, I think it's like consistently a good movie. It's just that it's a lot drier. It, drier. I think that was the case, and so I wasn't very enthralled with the movie. Overall, the structure of this film, though, compared to the first one, has a lot going for it. In that, like, they have an actual mission. They're not simply trying to survive. They they have a purpose. They're going for a reason. Ripley. Has can has a personal connection to someone. Granted, it's pretty cliche that as a child, but it's fine. It works, even though that kid is real creepy. They're coming for us, Ripley. Yeah, yeah. Ripley. But I mean, also, I mean, she's been living by herself for how long? (laughs) Running away from an alien, trying to eat her. But daddy, I I know. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, see, I think... This and Ripley is... finds that picture of her, though, where she's sitting on the <laughs> on a table. Yeah. Like, that is a picture you find of a haunted house. <laughs> that is the ghost <laughs> in a haunted house. <laughs> well, if this movie took a wide turn where Newt just started killing everyone, I would be, I would buy it. it yeah, it, <laughs> I would too, kind of, actually. Well, the thing is that I, I had mentioned that deleted scene where it was mentioned that Ripley couldn't get back to her daughter mm-hmm. um, after being, you know, in cryo sleep or whatever oh, yeah. for so long. F- 57 years. 57 years, right? So the whole thing was like she had failed in some form as a mother and the whole there's like a whole maternal theme, obviously, no, because we had the... And I think it works and I actually... I don't think that the inclusion of that scene in, in the extended cut hurts it really, but I, I do see why you might cut it out because I think... It's almost too on the nose. Like, I think the movie works fine with her just meeting Newt. I don't know that it has to be a direct parallel. But also, it's fine. I think it strengthens it if it did have it. Because it's only one little scene, and obviously in the rest of the movie, it's not exactly referenced. But then she finds the surrogate child. But you don't think there's right? like there's like this degree of like it being cliche that way? It's well, cliche it's already anyway. cliche. It is, but that doesn't mean you have to go double down on well, it. Well, I'm just saying own it is the it's case. It's like... Oh my kid! So now I have to protect this kid. I mean, it's not <laughs> like <laughs> it ends up being completely pointless. I don't know if you guys remember three, but I told you guys I started watching the other movies because I only have a limited subscription. Literally, Alien Three begins and Newt, Newt dies immediately. I mean, yeah, like <laughs> spoiler, <laughs> spoiler alert. Well, isn't like isn't also though? Isn't Newt Winona Ryder in four? Yes, I think so. This goes to what Nick was alluding to, yeah. which is the it's, Lord. It's in, yeah, yeah. It just kind of goes back. Yeah. <laughs> even in the the second in the second aliens, though, they kind of start this too, where even a lot of times when they kill these aliens thing aliens, nothing happens as far as their acid blood goes. What? It's like sometimes the aliens bleed acid blood when they get killed, and it burns through half the fucking ship. And then other times they don't. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, I think I, I think that it always does. They just don't focus on it. Like, well, I, I kind of want I, a couple of times it did strike me as that. They're like, okay, so when they were in the vent, when Vasquez shot the one, you would imagine that entire air duct would just collapse. Right. True. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or I think you're. I think you're. I think you're coming up against the barriers of the time and what they could do with the movie, rather <laughs> yeah. than rather than like consciously being like, oh, we just don't care. Rather well, being, I bet someone somewhere was like. Hey James, that thing would like melt out, and he's yeah. like, "I don't know what you want me to do, man." Like, <laughs> well, and then when they also held up in, I don't have CG yet. The med bay, uh, where they're just like doing, you know, flips and jumps and cartwheels as explosions happen. You would just imagine that entire front area would just. Some of the close-ups of the aliens quite literally exploding are pretty hilarious. Yeah, and there probably should be a shower of acid blood. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I mean. The thing, the reason why, it, and it seems like such a small thing to nitpick, right? But it's it's something that's emphasized that they emphasize. So of course, as the audience member, you're just thinking, "Oh shit, what about the alien acid spray?" Because like, the one, the only reason why I think is because multiple times the movie does do it. So it's not like the movie just says it and forgets it. I think it's just a limitation. No, they I literally know. make a point to make it a verbal thing, in, like in the second movie and in the third movie. And, and yeah. like three they make people, a, oh, they have acid blood. Sure, they do. But in, and then someone dies horribly right. because of acid. And blood. in my point, like, is three of the Marines get horrifically maimed by that blood throughout yeah. the course of the movie. So it's not like the movie just like didn't care. I think it's literally right. just the movie could only do so much. <laughs> no, and you know, I'll accept that. I'm just saying that 
it did feel a little bit inconsistent. I definitely do like these aliens better, though. They were pretty impressive to they see were. them move. I mean, it, they were shot really smartly in that they were rarely like front or center frame and everything. But they also... Sorry. That's one of my favorite aspects about they, it. They came from all different like corners of the screen. That and stuff. they were already in within the shot. Just we didn't notice it until they started yeah. moving. Just their movements alone, like when their tails would just kind of like unravel, kind of like a lizard would just kind mm-hmm. of like come out. I was gonna say that's one of my favorite aspects about that. When the queen rips Bishop in half at the end, looks really good for this time. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. really good for this time. I think yeah, just in good because that had to have been CG assisted at least, right? Yeah. Oh what? yeah. And in, you think? I think that tail was. Oh yeah. No, I, I I don't think so. And some you, you can tell it like goes it, back and forth. I think between puppets and and I mean I think the CG. I think, um, I think the queen herself the, was pu- a puppet. Yeah. Sometimes it looks like it's moving really smooth, and sometimes it looks like it's moving a little bit more controlled. So I, it, it's you. I, that's what I think you can tell. It's going back and forth between some of it is CGI and some of it's real. Because that, yeah, the way that tail, when it penetrates him, moves smoother than it, any of them have ever moved in any in any part of the film. Yeah. <laughs> to what degree? In a way that's glossy. Uh, I don't know. I because even when it's getting ready to hit Ripley, Ripley when she's inside the the docking unit thing, mm. like it it moves. You it almost looks like a puppet is moving it. But yeah. in other scenes, it looks like a like a like a uh, very seamless. Just to be clear, I'm talking about like one or two shots that are pretty brief that. Are all you see is the blackness of the tail. Like I, I'm not talking about. I feel like this major CG thing. I think it would stand out. But there are aspects of that, that fight that are very real smooth. smooth. Yeah, I, will, I think yeah. those are the CGI. Really. See, I'm That's, not even. I don't even. I don't even notice that in the fight. I'm more talking about literally just this. Like this is getting beyond. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was literally just talking about literally like one or two shots when he kills Bishop. When she kills Bishop, and that's it. That's okay. all. I Okay, think. so yeah. specifically, the tail that. goes through him. I think the same case could be used. Um, when he was just an upper torso, if you recall, I think I mean it looked pretty good. It looked pretty seamless. I was trying to look for like the little. Well, when he's upper torso, he's sitting in a hole in the ground. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. And I think yeah. it's the same thing for when the thing. It's like he's he's just resting on this little platform, like a table, and there's an animatronic that goes through his clothes for that. I mean, maybe. maybe. The fact is that none of us know the answer to this, so there's no real point. <laughs> Research time. Right I'm going to come back. <laughs> Episode three. In, in Aliens 3, we're going to discuss. I didn't think by saying, I think there may be one or two shots of CG in that I didn't think we were going to talk about that for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make a point that it's impressive for that time. I don't know. I was comparing when uh, Bishop was ripped apart and you see his insides. They weren't just filled with like bulbous things that don't make sense. As opposed to yeah, Bill, like, Ash, like yeah. Ash had yeah. anal yeah. beads inside of him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, hey, that looks a lot better. And yeah, well, he was even, an, he was an older model, right? Well, yeah, that's yeah. true. I like going back to the when they're in the vents when Vasquez dies and stuff, and they blow up. Um, one of the times when one or two of the times when aliens are getting shot in that scene, I think that they oriented the camera over like a laundry chute and just drop the alien suit down it. Because when, they, <laughs> oh, yeah. when they're falling away, they're just kind of lifelessly bouncing against the thing, which doesn't actually make sense because they're not, they're not vertical at that point. They should be horizontal, but that's, the, that's how they got that shot. They just dropped that fucking alien oh, yeah. on the chute. <laughs> <laughs> which made me laugh. Yeah, they, I think they did a lot of throwing 
rubber aliens. I think they just <laughs> tossed them places. Oh yeah, especially when they were exploding at that one in the one room. God, I would have loved to work on that scene. <laughs> All right, nope, he's got to throw it again. Throw it further this time. I mean, it worked, but I, yeah, I think, think a lot of the special effects in this movie are throwing rubber aliens around. Right. <laughs> Send Jimmy down the hole to go fetch it. Um, continues. The anti-capitalist message of, you know, the whole, still right. the whole premise once again is that this guy, and it's actually even directly, you know, mentioned, or Ripley calls him out, uh, Paul Reiser, um, in his camping you. gear, in his little <laughs> vest, his little flannel shirt for some reason. Um, is he under direct orders from the company? No. Or is he just doing it himself? He, he wants to get make profit for himself. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's okay. So it, it it's still anti-capitalistic in the sense of this guy is just a greedy fuck. Well, she literally says, you know, they don't, like, speaking about the aliens, they like, yeah. they don't, you know, fuck screw each other over for a percentage. Like, yeah. right. saying that, like, they live in a society, humans live in a society where we will literally fuck someone else we to get a, a little bit more money because that's the way our society works is someone has to lose for someone else to win alien coming with those, with those harsh truths. <laughs> Aliens just, everyone else loses. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Aliens are actually not a society of any, as xenomorphs that is, or not a society of anything. They are they're made parasite, by the, aren't they, they are made by the precursor race as a weapon of war to wipe out a, a faction of them that were disliked. They were created, genetically engineered and then planted against their enemies. Um, this is stuff you learn in Covenant. <laughs> so they're so they're not they're a biological weapon. So they're not the thing. Because Alien versus Predator establishes them as something that the, the predators put Alien. as the ultimate hunting animal. Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, they are that. They're just not. They are not put there by predators, though. Also, Alien versus Predator. It's going to be the furthest away from actual <laughs> alien lore. Like, that is definitely its own series. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but no, the Alien and Alien Covenant, or Prometheus and Alien Covenant established that those, this precursor race to humans, they went to war at one point. They had this big bloody war, and one of them designed the xenomorph creature and unleashed it on the other side and killed them all. And then it got away and kind of wiped out their entire species because it was unstoppable. Speaking of speaking of the coronavirus, <laughs> but in that vein, though, <laughs> that does still make it something a predator would want to hunt because it wiped out an entire civilization. Well, yeah, that <laughs> that is kind of the the premise of it is that because um, that's all predator ever wants to do, right? Is it, it hunts? Yeah, it, it comes. It, it's sport. Yeah, right? for sport. Yeah, they was, they had deemed it as like the ultimate predator, so they predator <laughs> wanted to hunt it uh, as as prey and. There was a small plot point that I, I think is just absolutely dumb, where Ripley confronts Burke about, all, uh, about his plans, right? And after she insults him and says, I know what you're up to, she just lets him go. You know, it's like it's, it's all to further a plot to have this conflict later on where it's where Ripley is with Newt. And, and he sabotages And he sabotages. It's like, how could you not know? If he has already let 100... Or the hundred and so families or people die. What's to say that she that he will not do this to her? Right. right. I mean, the scene you're talking about. She walks in and on, is like, "You're a conniving asshole who just wants who just lets people die, and I'm not going to let you get away with your evil plan." Also, 
do whatever you want. I'm going to go over here now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know what you're up to. I have clearly established myself as your enemy. Go you're about your business. <laughs> <laughs> you're free to do whatever you like. <laughs> Just why? Well, you can't solve the problem, you know, halfway through the movie t- <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying, like, it seems like such an illogical kind of move. When you see someone who's who's gone to such great lengths and has uh, sacrificed, like, so many people. It's the complete opposite of the first movie. Because in the first movie, she confronts him, and it's immediately after that he tries to murder her. There you go. See, and that like makes right more sense. The yeah. Right there in the moment. See, that makes sense, because it's like, you're already on to me. I need to, I need to respond yeah. to this, right? And... She at that point, like when you've already confronted someone, you're you're gonna put action behind your words, right? You don't just say, "I know that you're stealing." Have a nice day. Have a nice day. <laughs> Imagine someone doing that. No, it's like no, you're Take gonna it. follow up on it's exactly. yours. Also, how do we feel about Burke? I agree, but how do we feel about Burke in general? He's so. Do you, I couldn't decide while watching the movie is he really well cast because there's some kind of metaphor behind how like evil is so mundane and boring. Or is he really badly cast because he's so soft-spoken and not imposing in any way, shape, or form? <laughs> I would say it's a coincidence for the first. It just works. Made. It just accidentally. I think it just way. accidentally <laughs> works. Yeah, because I think because you know what I mean like because it could be this metaphor for like if you're especially going to capitalism like no evil isn't like the alien coming to murder you. Evil is you know the CEO of the company who's like leeching off of you and he just looks like a normal dude and right. he's just friendly and stuff. And there's kind of like this this seediness to its real life parable. But I also I might agree with you guys that that's just a coincidence. Really, Paul Reiser <laughs> just is poorly cast in this movie because he doesn't feel like a villain. We no. may never know. <laughs> <laughs> it just may be a thing that they just they it would they wouldn't want to admit it even if it was true. Because <laughs> he's always like even when he even when we know he is full on evil, he's just like he just kind of shrugs. He's just like. I don't know, Ripley. Yeah. I didn't kill people. <laughs> and then the, the, she's so shocked when he locks them out of that room. She's like, damn it, right? And he's yeah. like, sorry. the brakes. I don't know what you want. <laughs> what else did you expect? <laughs> but if you... Back to Ted's point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, comparing it back to the first one with Ash, Ash already seemed very mysteriously evil he was right? cold yeah he was cold felt and you could tell that something was going on for right? sure and even though he's technically not the real danger because you know after the face hugger that becomes the impending doom well they wanted but you to think he it was this antis- robot antagonistic what didn't they they wanted you to think that it was yeah. going to be the robot again yeah but even so yeah, having him that to be even so i i think even having his character you could still allude to it uh, you know just through context clues and stuff maybe that's um, why he's accidentally I mean, so nonchalant because they're trying to play him off as oh, he's not the villain there's no way see, he's I think, the villain and i think that that never works because the, like again the it's just known that the movie the ant the we see the boardroom meeting early on in the movie where the company is evil we know the company's evil and he is the representation representation of the company so of course he's evil yeah and it's too bad him and Newt didn't have more scenes so that they could both be just weird <laughs> together. Oh, no, Newt. Oh, the aliens. Work. Yeah, the way she spoke was really just... Well, She'd I, been through trauma, guys. Terrible, uh, terrible trauma. Oh, time to kill again. Okay, agreeable. I mean, I don't know. It's, no, that makes sense. <laughs> 
I mean, I'm sure that's that's what it was. They were like, hey, eight-year-old, you've been through some shit. Be weird. <laughs> like, Be weird. That's all you need to focus like, on. It's time to feed the queen again. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about that? Okay, how, how, do you, how do you get an alien queen? Well, it just attaches and detaches that whole... The but whole, who? Oh, baby squeezing part. The, Which <laughs> alien turns into the queen? I don't know. Bees do it and shit. <laughs> I don't know. It just, it just, <laughs> like, are they? It just, <laughs> I, I both don't know how to answer your question, but also feel like, <laughs> but feel like a scientist somewhere does. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't get it. Cause, like, like, every, pretty much at this point, after the first movie, every movie includes a queen. Right. One. So it, it, this one is all. One is always replacing another one. That's the new queen. One alien gets gang banged so severely. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible. <laughs> did it just well, that's what they did to this one. Oh, they were just tonguing the shit out of it. What to, to, <laughs> <laughs> to free it? No, but I, I don't know. Or wait, was that this movie? I don't think it was this, this movie. This movie, it just detaches from its yeah. little... Oh, okay, thing. sorry. It just, like, I'm, it I'm just crossing them over. One of the other Stop ones I watched. Stop watching all the movies. <laughs> <laughs> they, she, it's the same thing. She's just hanging from this machine. We will have a different conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you were like, thinking of a, a later one. They like bite her, and her acid blood burns her off three. of the That's thing. three, yeah. Is it? I was okay. going to say that's later. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, that does happen, though, right? There's insects. There are insect colonies that like one of them becomes... I guess. Right, right? But does there it, must be does some it kind start of out as a regular one and then it just all of a sudden grows bigger? I I awesome. assume that they're... I actually think that there's... Okay. I mean, this is going to go on the internet where people know the answer to this. Like some <laughs> scientist, some like fucking... Well, or somebody's I, really watched the shit out of some of these and like deep delved into lore. But I do believe that that, that does happen, that one of them goes through some kind of like metamorphosis. Which, and they assume the like role. A, yeah. I mean, if they are like genetically, a, yeah. genetically made, modified, whatever... But couldn't that things. mean all they of would them be, could do that? Well, if they're probably, laying eggs, which is probably important for survival, yeah. That probably if it probably in the absence of a queen, another can be made. I assume. I don't know. I know that they change based on what they come out of, because in the third one, it comes out of a dog, and it's on it's it's Remember on that. four legs. Remember that they run. Yeah, I think they were actually dogs in suits too for that movie. Oh, um, that's funny. <laughs> if I remember correctly. <laughs> Which is not a bad way to get a, a skittering creature yeah. is to just put a rubber suit on a dog. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but I guess I don't know if that has anything to do with the making the queen, though, per se. I guess just as much as species evolution. I mean, there are certain species that can definitely change its own sex. Or there's that one that mm-hmm. whoever gets pierced. I don't. I don't know how one just decides. I'm going to get bigger than everybody else, and I'm going to be able to make eggs. It might be a pheromone thing where yeah, like, they release pheromones and they realize that there's not one around, and so one with a certain genetic like marker just. Also, does it ever establish how they make? Does it ever establish how they make the nest? Is is it from no. their saliva? It seems like it, it. seems like it. It seems yeah. like they secrete something that's that's not their blood, but like a yeah. Like okay. A, yeah, from their saliva. Because they did make they make that distinction. I think was it in this movie where they were like, "Oh, they must secrete something." They like they said something about it. I'm like, "Well, is it their saliva or is it something like off their skin?" I mean, yeah. they do say in this movie that it's some kind of secretion. Yeah. Okay. When they're walking through the hallways, but oh, they don't explain. But they don't anything. explain it. Yeah. yeah. 
We've I guess a, that's. I'd be interested to know how that works because we're talking about the science of the aliens <laughs> to the internet. <laughs> because the, the rest of the movie, every time they find a drool puddle, it's just a drool puddle. Yeah. So I, mean, I don't know. It could be sticky. Sticky, sticky, icky. Icky, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless you guys got some hot takes left, we got a game over, man. Game, game over, over, man. man. Thank you for joining us. You can find us at characterarc.net. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Character Arc. You can find us at Character Arcana on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Richard Burleson. I'm Nick Slack, man. Uh, yeah, and I'm Ted. Game over, man. <laughs>